Hey, this is the Teachers and Tattoos podcast, Teachers and Tattoos. It's March 2020. Apparently, it's St. Patrick's Day. And I want to do an update on the school closures in California, specifically my school district, CNUSD, Corona Norco Unified School District. So I'm going to talk about what led up to the closure in the days that led up, Thursday and Friday. And then we'll talk about the last four days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday being the first four days of the actual closure of the district. So Thursday was just a regular school day. We had a couple things planned on Friday, a big assembly, uh, a rally for the sports, a freshman competition after school. That day, Thursday, we had swim meets and track meets to go on. And so one of the first things that happens is all of Friday's events get canceled. The assembly gets canceled. Uh, the freshman competition gets canceled because they just don't want that many students gathering in one place. So the sports also get canceled that day, but there was a bit of a weather issue. It was raining really hard, so I'm pretty sure the sports got canceled because of the weather. But everything else, uh, the rally slash assembly and the freshman competition got canceled for Friday afternoon just to keep kids you know, not gathering. So then, you know, the campus started buzzing a little bit. I uh, reached out to some other teachers. One teacher, his sister, worked down in another district, and they had been told to get plans ready for the coming Monday in case the school decides to go online. So there's already these contingency plans out there. I had a personal conversation with one of my administrators, and we were talking about how, you know, the next step is probably going to be school closure. Because why are you closing down an assembly with a third of the population or a freshman competition after school, but you're not going to close down actual classes and the kids are just rotating in six different periods, just getting more exposed, you know, exponentially. That's just my look. Some people could see it differently, but I could see that the next step was schools were going to be canceled. So then we just come into Friday and Friday morning... The campus is buzzing about LA Unified and San Diego Unified, if I'm even saying that right, San Diego school districts, uh, that they were going to start closing down. And that was the morning on Friday. Um, I spoke to a gentleman at the gym Friday morning before work, and he talked about how his daughter and her friends were being told that they wouldn't be staying at the UCs for the fourth quarter. So they were also already being sent home. So just kind of fast forward to fifth period I'm doing a test review with some juniors and a closure school closure text message goes out and the students are getting it on their phones and their families are getting it but you know as I'm using my computer I'm not getting the message through email so the kids are getting it my classroom is just buzzing schools schools cancel for the next three weeks did you hear schools cancel for the next three weeks so we finished the test review and I look at my email and it does look like you know we're going to be closed the next two weeks uh, I think the third week is our spring break, so we're gonna, but we're going to be closed for three weeks. So then admin comes on during fifth period, does an announcement about the announcement that already went out on text message, and they announce that, yeah, when we get back, well, we won't come back next week. Uh, school's going to be canceled as of Monday, but go ahead and go to your sixth period. Now, I had a couple kids missing from sixth period, but I don't think it was anything like they were going to ditch or anything because school was going to be canceled, but... The announcement went out fifth period, and then I had to address it with my sixth period class. So immediately in passing period, I'm emailing department chair, you know, the heads of the departments to figure out, are we giving lesson plans? That's kind of like the big thing. Are we going to give lesson plans? Some teachers are already planning on giving lesson plans. 
I've got some lesson plans I could give. I just want to know what are we going to do? I've got Google Classroom set up. We can do that. So teachers decide we've got these modules, these unit plans. That the kids can pretty much do themselves. You know, maybe some of us use them as substitute plans for emergencies. So we decide, you know, some of us are going to push these out. So then we get the CNTA response, right? Corona Norco Teachers Association. And their response was we didn't have to push lessons out, that the district would be in charge of enrichment activities to push out to the families. So that was interesting because as those other emails were going back and forth, the staff emails I spoke about, we were talking about students that didn't have access. Maybe they didn't have internet or maybe they didn't have a device. So I was already planning on, you know, pushing out a device to one of my students, checking them out. You know, I think I'm responsible enough to check out a device, but I know I have a student who doesn't have technology in six periods. So, you know, some of us were already making those plans, but CNTA comes out and says, you know, we're, we're not responsible for those lessons. The kids aren't going to be responsible for completing the lessons. So you don't have to push the lessons out. So, you know, some teachers did some teachers that were planning on still getting their students ready for the SAT and the AP. They were pushing those lessons out regular kind of education. You know, we were kind of, if, you know, if maybe, but it didn't seem like anyone was committed to push lessons out. So going along also on Friday, uh, we get all sports canceled to be determined. You know, uh, the season's on hold. You can't even practice. See, as of Thursday, we could still practice with the team, but it sounded like competitions were going to be uh, paused. But coming in on Friday, the word was competition was going to be stopped until April and you couldn't meet with your team on or off campus. Practices were canceled. So that's Friday, right? Like that's the last day of school before the closure. So fast forward to Saturday. So Saturday for me, just kind of a, a normal day. I went to the grocery store out of habit just to get some things, kind of a circus there, people stocking up on all kinds of uh, goodies and necessities. Went to the gym like I normally do. Again, kind of dead at the gym, just kind of business as usual. Then CNUSD um, comes out with their response for meals because another question was how are the kids going to eat if they're not coming to school? A majority of our population at my school specifically they get the free and reduced meals. So CNUSD does a free meals for CNUSD families. As long as you've got a child who's in the district enrolled, you could pick up meals at specific locations. And it was at least a dozen locations. It looked like they were a bunch of elementary schools through strategically placed throughout Corona. You know, then there's the national response and the state response on Saturday. Casinos start closing down. You know, the, uh, the tribes, start closing down. I think um, San Manuel closed down and Pachanga were closing down or at least reducing staff. So that's Saturday, kind of day one of the closure, even though it's not a work day for me. So then we go day two, Sunday. If you're a William Shakespeare fan, you've read uh, the tragedy of Julius Caesar. It's the Ides of March, right? Don't go outside on the Ides of March. So Sunday, I go out. My wife and I, we go down to San Diego. We have lunch, kind of do our thing, go to the gym. Same kind of thing as Saturday, right? You know, we're not taking it lightly, the whole virus outbreak, but it's business as usual. The city of L.A., the mayor issues a statement. He's shutting L.A. down, gyms, restaurants, bars, and that's coming from the mayor of L.A. Uh, and then you get the state government also shutting down bars, um, shutting down wineries and things like that. So that's kind of Sunday. Uh, you know, no big revelations in the district as far as it goes, but that's day two of the closure. 
So then we go to day three. So day three is Monday. I kind of decide I'll go ahead and isolate myself. We've built a, a decent home gym here. So I work out in the morning like I always do, do the home gym, kind of put myself on a soft quarantine. Later that night, LA Fitness is the gym we go to. They put out an announcement at about 5.30, a little after 5.30. As of right now, their gyms are closed. So kind of made the good decision of staying at home, doing the home gym. Governor makes another announcement. All right, they're telling people to stay out of crowds. Uh, elderly people really uh, need to take care of themselves. And then we get a CNTA update on Monday. So as far as, you know, a lot of questions teachers had, and some of this they had already told us, but, you know, we're, we're still getting paid uh, based on our salaries. Uh, nothing's changed with the lesson plans. You know, we don't have to push lesson plans out, although now, you know, it's like the first day of school closure, and I'm thinking, man, I really feel bad for not really pushing anything out. So that's something I'm probably going to revisit again. We can't really grade it, but the kids that gravitate toward it, they'll be a little bit prepared for the rest of the semester when we come back. So I plan on pushing something out. One of the big things CNTA was talking about, though, was testing. How is this going to affect testing CASP, testing AP testing, SAT testing? And so what they had to tell us was that uh, they're just waiting on a response, whether that be what the district or, you know, the county or the district, um, I'm sorry, the state decides to do with testing. We'll just kind of adhere to that. So CNT update, still kind of waiting as far as testing. Nothing else has really changed. Um, they do end up, I can't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday, they do end up giving more locations or providing more locations for people to pick up, pick up free meals. So that was awesome. Uh, also Monday, you know, Vegas starts to close down. MGM starts to close down their casinos. And then there were a lot of Bay Area closures. I think there was like six counties that were told they should probably start quarantining themselves. So then we come to today, St. Patrick's Day. I didn't know that until I went over to drop some food at my uh, brother's house and my niece pinched me five times. So it's St. Patrick's Day. That's today. Uh, same thing, home gym. Feel good about that. Uh, my wife, you know, she went on a run. Don't need a treadmill and a big gym for that. So we're kind of set as far as that goes. Talked to my neighbor this morning. He works down in Long Beach. I don't know if it's Long Beach Unified, but he works in education uh, in the library. And he's, he was told that he's going to be off until April 20th. So he's got, you know, a longer stay. He'll be off. And uh, he's not really sure if they're going to extend it after that. But today, there was an assemblywoman uh, from California, and she announced that Riverside County is suggesting uh, that schools close until April 30th. Uh, I haven't double-checked that, but as of today, Tuesday, it looks like Riverside County is pushing their schools to stay off till the 30th. And then, yeah, the free meals uh, program was expanded. Again, I'm not sure if that was yesterday or today, but CNUSD has provided more sites for students to pick things up. And, you know, that's pretty much it. That's the update. That's our uh, CNUSD closure COVID-19, you know, podcast. Uh, I'm going to check in at the end of the week. I'll do like a first week of the closure. But, yeah, this is the material. Thanks for listening.